Cricket we have had the privilege of witnessing. That was mighty! Well, sport diplomacy, certainly not a new thing. It's as arguably as old as organised sport itself. The ancient Greeks figured that one out. But sport diplomacy went to a, well, a whole new level this week for Australia. It also had a chariot. Uh, just hours before the fourth and final cricket test between Australia and India in Ahmedabad, both sides were confined to the nets for their warm-ups because their stage was being taken up by another spectacle. The Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi and Prime Minister Anthony Albanese were there for a pre-match ceremony which involved a lap of honour around the stadium in, yes, a gold-painted chariot. It was quite something to behold. Uh, to celebrate the 75 years of cricketing contest between the two nations, Jeff Lemon is a cricket commentator and writer. He joins me now from India. Jeff, before we reflect on the week that was, how's day two looking? It was a good start by the Australians, certainly on day one. Day two looking great for the Australians. So Usman Khawaja and Cameron Green are still there. They were the not-out pair overnight, so they've put on a century partnership, and that's the first one for Australia in the series where it's been very difficult to bat. Finally, they've got a, a pitch that's relatively easy to bat on. Also, Khawaja sounds like he's figured out how to bat in on the subcontinent. He was quoted saying, you know, he's got a, a bit of a method. Any, any ideas what the method was? Well, it it's all centres around patience um, and it was basically getting his head sorted out to believe that he could do it. So he made a couple of hundreds in Pakistan last year, uh, made a, a good score to help win a test in Sri Lanka and now he's made a, a, a century in India after a couple of half centuries earlier in the series. So it's basically about staying calm, um, going forward or going back decisively to defend and then working out where to pick off runs in between times. And, and he's been batting for more than 300 balls and doesn't look like he'll be moved anytime soon. Fantastic. Uh, going back to the pre-match fanfare, I mean, this was pretty, this kind of looked like an AFL grand final, didn't it? You had uh, little cars buzzing around the outfield. You had much fanfare. Is this unusual for this level of involvement of politics in sport in, in India? It, well, perhaps not so much in India. It's extremely unusual in test cricket to have this kind of uh, overlap between the political arena and the sporting arena. We're very used to seeing political leaders in the crowd and, you know, maybe doing presentations, maybe meeting the teams, but it doesn't tend to happen on the field making the politician the point of the spectacle. And I think that's the thing that jarred watching this before the test match is that the test match was relegated to a, a sideshow status for this political appearance by the Prime Minister of India to bring the Prime Minister of Australia around as a way of reflecting credibility, I suppose. So the teams were sent off to warm up elsewhere. They couldn't use the field of play. The start of the match was delayed and all of those things so that there could be a, a lap of honour and, and a, you know, a performance for the crowd by the Prime Minister. Yeah, of course, in the stadium named after uh, Narendra Modi. Uh, this Prime Minister is pretty savvy at using sport and politics domestically, isn't he? Yeah, certainly. Um, he's, he's made a point of aligning himself with, particularly with the Indian cricket team, because they are the biggest celebrity vehicle in the country, really. There's Bollywood and there's cricket. Um, a lot of former cricketers have got involved with the BJP, which is Narendra Modi's political party. They've run, they've campaigned, they've had relatives run and done campaigning for them. So there's a huge amount of overlap between the the political machinery and the cricket machinery, uh, which is exemplified by the fact that the 
uh, the Jay Shah, who's in charge of the BCCI, the Indian Cricket Board, is the son of uh, the Indian Home Minister, who is one of the senior ministers in the BJP government. So essentially the BCCI is now a political arm of the BJP rather than being an independent cricketing body. If you've just tuned in, Jeff Lemon is a cricket commentator and writer. He's joining me on day two of the fourth cricket test between India and Australia, uh, of course, on the subcontinent. When I saw the images of Anthony Albanese arm in arm with Steve Smith singing the anthem, it just jarred for some reason. I don't know why. The more I think about it, the more it's sort of okay. But it's just unusual. Did it strike you as unusual? Because clearly he was also uh, standing next to the Indian team, uh, which were also standing next to Narendra Modi. So there was symmetry there. But did it strike you as weird? Yeah, it was deeply weird to see the Prime Minister with an arm around the shoulder in that line singing the anthem. I mean, it's not so unusual to see a Prime Minister say, meet the team and shake hands. We've had dignitaries doing that. We had the Queen doing that at the centenary test in 1977. You know, it, there, there have been times that that sort of thing has happened, but but not joining in in that way. There's always that separation between the team that plays um, and and the political arena, you don't mix them all up in the one bucket. And and that was the thing that just that just felt deeply uncomfortable. And as you say, you're in a stadium that's named after a sitting Prime Minister. It's and this stadium, you know, it's the newest and the biggest and the most flash in India. Uh, it's in Ahmedabad, which is the capital of Gujarat, which is the state where Narendra Modi got his political start. He was Chief Minister of Gujarat for a long period of time before he used that as his launch pad to become Prime Minister. Uh, And so having a sitting leader of a country, having the biggest piece of sporting infrastructure in the country named after him while in power, nothing about that seems okay on on a political level. It doesn't pass a sniff test in terms of political leaders putting their egos and ambitions ahead of actually serving their people. Just quickly, was the stadium nicknamed the Monster Full? (laughs) <laughs> it was not full and it was uh, very much built up that it was going to be full. We were all told that there would be 100,000 plus people. They would break the record for the biggest attendance ever at a day of test cricket. In the end, it was, by my estimation, maybe half that, maybe 50,000 at best, but we haven't had an official crowd number and I'm not surprised. I suppose the worry now is that Anthony Albanese gets a few ideas and comes back and does a bit of DJ Albo in the middle of the grand final. Uh, Yeah, I think sport and politics are separate in some ways for very, very good reason. Jeff Lemon is a cricket commentator and writer. Appreciate your time this afternoon. Thank you, Jeff. Great. Good to talk to you. Getting in touch with ABCRN is easy. Join the conversation live using the ABC Listen app's call and text features.